Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today we're in John 18, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the many blessings. I come before you humbly knowing that you are the creator of all, that you built, made, spoke everything into existence, and yet you want to talk to me, you want to you, you care about me and love me. You know details about me, both good and bad, and you love me anyways. So, Father, I'm grateful for who you are, your mercy and your grace. And I just pray, Father, for you to be the one that's in charge of my heart and my life. And that as we read today, that you would open our hearts and our minds. I pray, Holy Spirit, for you to be the one who speaks to us. That it would be your words, your insights, that we hear. I just ask that there be nothing from me and everything from you as we read. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So chapter 18 is really, it's the beginning of, of, I don't know, the end? No, the beginning. So it's where Jesus gets arrested. And I've always looked at it, at it more as a time when it was kind of like the end and Jesus was a little, was kind of out of control. He wasn't the one in charge, but what a fallacy that was. When I read this, it's a much different perspective that has been gained. Kent Hughes provided even more. He provided even more insight that Jesus was the boss. He was in charge. No one else, just him. So you sit here and we, th- we think about this and it says, you know, I think about John 18, 1, when it says, when he had finished praying, Jesus left with his disciples and crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side, there was a garden, and he, wa- and he and his disciples went into it. He also wrote, Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked him, who is it you want? So Jesus was in charge. So let's see how this all plays out. Let's start with chapter 18, verse 1. When he had finished praying, Jesus left with his disciples and crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side, there was a garden, and he and his disciples went into it. Now Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place because Jesus had often met there with his disciples. So Judas came to the garden, guiding a detachment of soldiers and some officials from the chief priest and the Pharisees. They were carrying torches, lanterns, and weapons. Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked them, Who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. I am he, Jesus said, and Judas the traitor was standing there with them. When he said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. They definitely weren't in charge. He was. Again, he asked them, Who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. Jesus told them, Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. If you are looking for me, then let these men go. This happened so that the words he had spoken would be fulfilled. I have not lost one of those you gave me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Jesus commanded Peter, put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the father has given me? 
Then the detachment of soldiers with its commander and the Jewish officials arrested Jesus. They bound him and brought him first to Annas, who was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jewish leaders that it would be good if one man died for the people. Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus. Because this disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty there, and brought Peter in. You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? asked Peter, or she asked Peter. He replied, I am not. It was cold, and the servants and officials stood around a fire. They had made to, the fire they had made to, to keep warm. Peter also was standing with them, warming himself. Meanwhile, the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. I have spoken openly to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple, where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. Again, not the statements of someone who's frightened or being controlled or out of control and just floating along like a leaf on the ocean. Verse 22, when Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby slapped him in the face. Is this the way you answer the high priest? He demanded. If I said something wrong, Jesus replied, testify as to what is wrong. But if I spoke the truth, why did you strike me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was still standing there warming himself. So they asked him, aren't you one of his disciples too? Are you? Are you one? Are, you aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him. Did I see you with him in the garden? Again, Peter denied it. And at that moment, a rooster began to crow. Then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. By now, it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanness, uncleanness, they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, What charges are you bringing against this man? If he were not a criminal, they replied, We would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to fulfill what Jesus had said about the kind of death he was going to die. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea? Jesus asked, Or did you talk to... Or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is is it you have done? Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But but now my kingdom is from another, another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? retorted Pilate. 
With this, he went out again to the Jews gathered there and said, I find no basis for a charge against him, but it is your custom for me to release to you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted back, no, not him. Give us Barabbas. Now Barabbas had taken part in an uprising. So they didn't want Jesus. They definitely wanted Barabbas. And one of the things that I'm finding as I read this, I really do find the concept that Jesus, again, is, is in charge. He is the boss. He's God. But I always kind of, I always looked at it that he was being jostled, he was being mistreated, and he had no choice in the matter. But the reality is, to his point, he could have angels come down and rescue him. They were probably very upset when he got hit and anything else. But Christ fulfilled his, his role. He kept his own disciples from stopping him and getting in the way. He knew his, his task. He knew what he had to do because he loved us. And he wanted us to have everlasting life with him. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Lord, thank you. Thank you for such a sacrifice, for being, putting us first, well, putting God first, but the atonement for us or of us first. I'm so grateful for what you've done, and I thank you for it. I just pray, Lord, that as we read your word, we pray to you, we grow closer and understand more about you, that our hearts our minds would be open. And that we would truly understand what it means to be your children. To love you as we would when someone says, Abba, Father. And I just pray that we would love you with all our being. And therefore be able to love others. I know, Father, I struggle right now. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of things going on. I just pray, Lord, for your guidance and your help. Because... I need to love you and see others as you see them. I just pray for your ability to do that. I thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.